0: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Osmond against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and Northampton three! Yeah! Yeah! And the... Hey, I'm Charles. Welcome to another It's All Cobblers to Me special this week, and what a week it is. We're building up to the Derby County game on Friday night. We've already had our main podcast that came out. Go and grab it now. It should be in your podcast feeds already. It's titled Great Goal, Great GIF for fairly obvious reasons. Um, We've also had a preview for the Leighton Orient game that was played on Tuesday night. I am still recovering from my frustration and anger from that last five to ten minutes of play down at Brisbane Road Um, anyway I'm sure we'll touch on that maybe next week but Scott Wharton obviously is going to be missing out on Friday night's game against Derby County in the big one the FA Cup fourth round and to help us look forward to that game I spoke to a Derby County fan. We always like to go and get a view from the opposition, and this is no different. Obviously, Derby playing the championship, they're not doing as well as they maybe should be this season after Frank Lampard left, but to help us dissect and look through and see what we've got to look forward to, including whether Derby believe that Wayne Rooney himself will play so I spoke to Derby County fan and Derby County podcaster, Simon. I'm Nicky Adams and it's all cobblers to me. Simon, thanks very much for joining me on It's All Cobblers to Me. Derby County fan and podcaster, is that right? That's right, yeah. The
1: Rams Writer a podcast.
0: So how long have you been going with that
1: for? Uh, well, I started it this season, to be honest. I started it back in June just after, well, just when all the Lampard saga was starting. And I thought, you know what? I'm tired of talking about it on Twitter. Let's talk about it on a podcast. And yeah, it's just it's got it's blown up. It's gone. It's gone quite well for me, to be honest. And I've had a couple of appearances on Radio Derby. You know, I uh, do a show on every Monday night on a Love Sport Radio, half past eight. Derby County fan show. So yeah, it's been it's been great. Love it. Love doing it.
0: Fantastic. So talk to us about Derby County then. how's your season been going in the Championship this year.
1: Well, <laughs> it's not been too bad. You know, we started obviously very poorly. You know, and then we find ourselves looking at relegation. Something that's, well, it's been years since Derby have had to look at relegation, to be honest. But things now start to pick up. Five league games are beaten now. Results are getting better. The performances are, are now getting better. You know, we're getting the young academy lads getting, breaking into the squad now. You know, so at the moment we are starting to be on the up.
0: So is that all at the hands of of Frank Lampard leaving? Um, is that what you lay the blame at? Uh,
1: I wouldn't. I'd say it's partially to blame. You know, you know, we did have, we did have. Obviously, Kaku came in, in right at the start of pre season, so he didn't really get a chance to. He didn't know his squad at all. You know, so we didn't. We ain't got much money to spend on transfers neither this season, so. I think it was a mixture of both. There was the unsettlement of, of, of Frank Lampard sort of leaving, or is he staying? Is he going? Mm. Then Kaku coming in. So I think it's just just a mixture of things, really. It, you know, we, I mean, we started off well enough with a with a with a good victory away at Huddersfield, but then it, we just didn't pick up. And it's a tough one because normally Derby we have pretty decent starts to a season, and we start to lull off around well around this time of year, to be honest. But it's gone sort of the opposite. So we had a bit of a, a timid start really, and then. Our away form, especially, has been absolutely diabolical. Things think we have one one in twelve now. I think it is, so it, it's not it's not where we want to be at all away form. But our home form is what's kept us
0: going. That's kind of good to hear. Then considering you're coming to our place on Friday night, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's it like? I mean, last season obviously you had Frank Lampard as your manager. Um, this season you've got Philip Cockett. What what's that like? I mean, we had a bit of a taste of you know, sort of having a, a, a famous ex-footballer as a manager with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank uh, a season or two ago. Um, but, I mean, Philip Cocky's on a different level.
1: It is. I mean, I thought it peaked when we got Frank Lampard to go be because it was the media circus that surrounded him as well. You know, and mm. all of a sudden, Derby County were in the were, were in the headlines for the right reasons week in, week out. And it was, you know, it just brought a lot of fame for the club, I suppose. But then to get Philip who you know, in his own right was a a top-class player and obviously he's had achievements in the the Dutch league, you know, with PSV, etc. It's almost like, okay, so maybe this could be a better sort of deal than Frank Lampard. You know, I mean, Frank Lampard, let's let's be honest, it was his first season in management and I think the season under him was full of drama you know, with results getting to the playoffs on the last on the last day of the season, the spy spygate issue, then doing what we did against Leeds <laughs> in the playoffs, and then obviously it came to the final at Wembley. You know, so it was it was a dramatic season, and you know the the fans all got together and everything. We all loved it. And this season, it's been a bit different. You know, it's been a bit of a different ride. Mm. You know, when, I, when I first heard that we'll get Philip Koku, I was, I was shocked, to be honest. I was looking at the odds uh, of managers of who, who's potentially our next manager going to be, and we had like, the likes of Darren Moore, et cetera, mm. uh, things like that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, mm. Philip Koku came. It was like, wow, okay, this guy's got pedigree and this guy's got form. Mm. Yeah, then the, obviously with the way the season started, it was a bit, there was a lot of, a lot of fans. You know, the, it was like, okay, he's definitely not the right fit here. Cockle out and all this, but now he's turning things around. Now he was brought in obviously to to sort of groom our academy, you know, mm-hmm. bring our academy players through into the first team, and that's what he's doing now. You know, we've had the likes of Jason Knight come through, Morgan Whittaker come through, Louis Sibley, Max Bird, Max Lowe, um, they're all coming through now. You know, we've, we're, we were, we we we've rewarded the likes of Jason Knight and Whittaker with, with new contracts today, so. His plan of what he wants to do its starting to start to work now. And it's, it's great, you know. It's great to see the, the young lads coming through. You know, that's what you want. If you if you can breed your own happy days.
0: Definitely. I mean, we're kind of in the same boat a little bit. Our academies uh, had quite a few players come through since Keith Curl took the reins just over, well, maybe just under 18 months ago now. Um, if I'm right in saying this, it's going to be possibility of the 100th academy appearance, if that makes sense, in our first team, if one of them plays a part in the game on Friday. There was the opportunity that it could have happened on Tuesday night, but unfortunately the way the game went meant we couldn't maybe rest the players that we really wanted to for Friday night. Um, But you never know, it might happen therefore against yourselves, which would be fantastic. Um, I mean, looking at your results, you've not lost since before Christmas. Your last defeat, was to Reading, and that was on the 21st of December. Um, but the one other thing that I'll, I'll sort of say about your results since then, you've had a few red cards, not necessarily all for you. But, I mean, if we go back to the last round of the FA Cup, you beat Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace, and they had a red card in that match. Um, is there something about Derby and and maybe getting tempers up a little bit fraying? Well, I think... I-
1: I know, especially obviously, Reading, we played with 10 men. There was a sending off in that. You know, it was, that was, it was, Scott Malone tried to uh, essentially, I think he was trying to save the goal. But last man and all that, you know, it, mm. it, it was going to be a red card. There was nothing, nothing you could sort of do about it. Um, and then we played that with 10 men and we got beat 3 0. You know, I think the scoreline flooded Reading, to be honest, because mm. we didn't deserve to lose 3 0. Not the way we played. Um, and obviously, Charlton again Christian Bieler got sent off in about for about 16 17 minutes yet yeah, we absolutely battered Charlton all game and it's probably probably one of our top performances of the season we did it with 10 men and, and you know 1-2 0 mm. um but no I don't know there there has, there has been a fair few red cards I think our discipline needs to be sorted because we've conceded I think it's 10 penalties now that's conceded 10 penalties in you know 20 23 24 games mm. that's not good enough you know, then obviously mentioned the red card against Crystal Palace. So well, that was, that that was the silliness from Crystal Palace. I think, <laughs> I think Tom Huddleston sort of left a little bit on Ivanovic. Kind of he wasn't happy about it. Got up and then, I think Tom huddleston used a bit of experience and goaded him a bit. And he, you know, he, he moved, you know, he did the old move in his head towards Tom huddleston Funny enough, I mean, the the ref looked went to the monitor for the first time. You know, it's the first time yeah. ever the ref's gone to the pitch side monitor and changed his mind and got actually out a red card. So, no, I. I, I <laughs> I don't think we need to be a guest. Yes, there is a couple of players that probably do put a, a foot in here, you know, like the likes of Christian Bielik, He likes to put a tackle in. Tom Lawrence is another one. He's one for doing cynical fouls as well. Mm. His discipline's not not the best. I think he's got eleven yellow cards now this season for a winger. That that to me is, is is terrible. <laughs> you know, granted, I think the one he got at the weekend was you know probably a, a tactical foul, so it was needed. So I'll, I'll, I'll let him have that one. But. <laughs> It's just silly, niggly fouls and mm. and challenges that Lawrence does. So yeah, no discipline, definitely. I think if you, if you get us wild up, you know we do we do we do, we do like to have a bit of fight in us. And to me, you know, if you can do it legally without getting booked, fair enough. But what we lacked at the start of the season, I felt, was a bit of a bit of passion and a bit of fight. But we're, we're getting it in abundance now. But I just think we need to be a little bit careful. You know, just try and keep our discipline a bit better.
0: Yeah. Well, in that that third round game against Crystal Palace. Um, That's your first game in the FA Cup this season. Um, Yeah. Obviously, you then get the draw away at Sixfields. So you're coming down to us on Friday night in front of the BT Sport cameras. I mean... I mean, no, no disrespect in this when I say this, but it was a bit of a letdown from our side of things. We <laughs> Personally, I was hoping for one of the big boys away from home, sort of a, maybe a Man City at the Etihad, Liverpool at Anfield, anything that would essentially give us a huge payday um, yeah. and and a, and a great day out as well. And to then sort of get yourselves was a bit like, oh... Okay, <laughs> but at the same time, a lot of our fans are starting to think, well, and have said all along that that it's a winnable game for us. I mean, what was your kind of reaction to the draw when it first got made?
1: Well, we had Accrington Stanley at the round, at the same round last season. I think it was the same. We never had it in the fifth round, sorry. Mm. Um, but again, it was it was an away day, and you know, we I think a lot of fans when we got it thought, right, yep, yeah, that's another sort of yeah, we'll be, we'll be through to the next round easily, but. I look at that game, and we only won one 0 And you know, we we could have lost that game easily, to be honest. And this is the thing: when you play a low league club like yourselves, it doesn't matter who you're facing. If they're if they're a higher league club, like say, everyone wants, you know, the the Man U's, the Arsenal's, the Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea's, all of them. Every you know, lower league clubs want them, and you know, mm-hmm. that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Even Derby, you know, even we would like a, a Premier League draw. You know, mm-hmm. we got Manchester United mm-hmm. last season in the Carabao Cup. And Southampton and Brighton, you know, they're yeah. obviously not teams that you go, oh yeah, but still, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Premier League, it's a Premier League team. Yeah. Um, but you have to, you, you cannot be complacent because, you know, I look at your, your guys' forms and you're scoring a lot of goals at the moment. Mm. You're, on a, you're, on a, you're on a good run, you're on a, you know, you're trying to, you're surging up that, that League Two table. You know, you, you, you beat Burton Albion in the last round, you know, put four goals past them. So anything's possible in the FA Cup. You know, and I, I said this on Monday night on my radio show there. When you go against lower league teams, they will give every little thing they've got, everything to try and get that win because they want the next team. They want the, the Etihad. They want the Emirates. They want Stamford Bridge, Old Trafford. They want them ground. So, you, you know, you guys are going to be up for it and we yeah. cannot be complacent and think, you know what, we can we go in there and walk there. A, a, a walk this game be, be easy. So no, I, I I do think you know that it is it can be a bit concerning. Yes, as a, you know, as a derby fan, I do hope you know we, we'd we'd go there and, and we would, you know, put on a professional display and mm. you know go go out for the win. Because for us at the moment as well, the league, the way it is at the moment, you know, we're probably not going to get playoffs. You know, I think you know I know we're only eight points away, but I just think there's you know we're, the way we start the season, you know, it's going to take be a big ass mm. So a cup run, yeah, why not? Happy days.
0: Yeah, I I mean, with that, obviously when you play Crystal Palace, you you'll have definitely played a, a first team in there. Wayne Rooney featured, for example. You've already mentioned Tom Huddleston, he was definitely playing for you. Do you think the Koku will 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 show the same sort of I don't like using the word show respect to a low league team, but do you think he'll come out there with a, a first team in mind or do you see him actually maybe, you know, sort of resting players so that they can go and play nice and freshly the following week in the championship for you?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, the interesting thing is, I mean, against uh, Crystal Palace, he didn't really put a, you know, he, I think because he's used that much squad rotation this season, it, it's hard to define a first team and right. you know, sort of fringe players, etc. Um, but he did mix it up. He you know, he put the like he, he brought Scott Malone back in, Craig Forsyth back in, even Kellarrooz back in, but then he put the youngsters in that haven't played much, like your Sibys and your Whitakers. Mm. Um and Chris Martin as well, another another one that, you know, he's featured for the first team this season, but he's not getting regular game time. So it is an interesting one, but I, I do think he will put a a team like that out again. I, I, I do think he will play Wayne Rooney, you know. And you know, I know you say, obviously, you know, you wanted someone bigger, but <laughs> potentially Wayne Rooney could be stepping out to six fields, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, so obviously everyone gives him stick if he's not playing for you. But, you know, for the Derby fans, it's still surreal seeing him play in a Derby county shirt.
0: Well, I was going to yeah. ask you about that because, I mean, obviously the announcement was made, what, back in sort of September, October time that he'd be joining you at around about the January transfer window. Um, yeah. So you had quite a bit of time, really, to sort of get used to the idea of him coming and and playing for you, and and obviously he's part of your coaching team as well. Um, I mean, now that he's here and and seeing him wear that Derby County shirt, like like you say, it's surreal. It must be absolutely maddening to to turn up to Pride Park and go flipping it. That's Wayne Rooney.
1: Yeah, you, you know, we we saw all the videos and of, of him training and things like that, and I think that was early December, and you know, most of us couldn't wait till Christmas to be over. We wanted January mm. because we wanted to see him play, and you know, we we didn't know where he'd play or what he'd bring, you know. But at, you know, at, and we saw him play. I think it was Barnsley's first game at home, and it was you know he, he sort of dropped a bit deeper, then he moved up to like the sort of number ten role, mm. but. He wasn't running around as a Rooney of, you know, the Man United days would.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: But everything he did was was class. The balls, you know, the, the set pieces, you know, just passes, you know, spraying diagonal balls, 40, 50-yard balls, and they're all imperfect. And you're thinking, you know, this is this is England's top goal scorer. This is Manchester United top goal scorer. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, he's now Derby County's captain. He's in out of the pitch. And, yeah, it, even though now he's had, he's had a few games for us, it's still like, you know, that's Wayne Rooney. What's he doing in a Derby <laughs> shirt? Because he's just so unexpected. <laughs> I remember when I, so I found out my dad texted me. My dad, um, I think when it was first announced, my dad texted me. I went, like, so this of this is fake news. And I'm like, Dad, it, yeah, but it's, it's from, it's from I think it was the Times. And I went, they're normally quite a good source. And then, mm. you know, about five minutes later, it was all over Twitter. Like, with every other newspaper going, for Wayne Rooney, it was like, no, this isn't wine, surely. So, we went from Frank Lampard and Ashley Cole to all of a sudden Wayne Rooney. It's like Derby are pulling all these players, in, these these ex-top class players, and it's like, how are we doing it? You know, so the, there is obviously some sort of pull to Derby County that is, you know, these the, these pros that have been top class, been at the top of the game, that they think, you know what? Yeah, it's a good setup there. So that 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 bodes well for us as a club.
0: I think the one thing that everybody does forget about Wayne Rooney, you've already mentioned, he's England's all time top goalscorer. He's Man United's top goalscorer as well. People gave Wayne Rooney a hard time when he was playing for England, when he was England captain, when he was, you know, week in, week out playing for Manchester United. In the same way that you kind of look at legends such as, let's say, Jeff Hurst, Gary Lineker, Gazza, you know, all, all these players, people look back on and go, wow, they were brilliant. And at the time, we were sort of watching a player do that in front of us. And yet, instead of going, wow, he's good, like people do with Messi and Ronaldo, yeah, they were always trying. So I, I do always go, wow, you know, look, you're right, Wayne Rooney is a massive, massive pull for our fans. The one thing that I will say is that we played United a couple of years ago in the League Cup and and Wayne Rooney did feature, so it's not going to be his first time on, on uh. the hallowed turf at Sixfields. So uh, I won't quite say that we're used to having him turn up, not quite yet, um, but we have had him before. So it is one of those things that of course, for the younger fans as well, is going to be the huge attraction. We are sold out. The game is sold out for 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 the home fans. I imagine that includes the derby fans. You're going to bring. Yeah. Or you could probably sell our away stand out three times over. Um, but it, it's great to have the thought of actually we we might get to see these players play. It's nice to hear that, although it might not be necessarily a starting eleven that you play. Cocky obviously likes to sort of spread the wealth around the squad, by the sounds of it.
1: Yeah, he does. But I mean, I think I think there'll be there'll be a, a, a few. You know, you'll get the like. I I I personally believe you'll go with a similar setup to what he did with with Crystal Palace in in the last round and have the likes of Tom Huddleston in there, Wayne Rooney. He'll probably drop a uh, young lad Louis Sibley in there. Morgan Whitaker, another one, another young lad, get some minutes in. And you know, even Jack Marriott. You know, Jack Marriott obviously you know, he's played at that level before. You know, he and and obviously League One as well, and mm. you know, he took it by storm. You know, he, he needs get he needs minutes, he needs, you know, he needs to get his fitness up. You know, the, so he, he could potentially be back, you know, and so that the you know, the the depth of the squad we've got probably isn't as, as depth as deep as it used to be, but, you know, that we've got plenty of I believe we've got, you know, ple- plenty of uh, decent players that, you know, have been in and around the first team. You know, so I can't see him just basically putting out like an academy side sort of thing. So there will be a mixture of first team and a and couple of the youth players as well.
0: Fantastic. Well, we ask all of our opposition fans that come on It's All Cobblers to me to give us a prediction for the game. Um, I imagine that you don't want to upset me too much, but just, just go ahead. What are you thinking is going to be the scoreline and, and any goal scorers that you might fancy as well?
1: Well, I did. I did predict three nil on Monday. So I'll, because I'm on your shoulder, I'm going to go three one. I'll, I'll let you get a goal. Well, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with Wayne Rooney is going to get his first goal, um, and I'm going to go Jack Marrit if if he's playing is going to get two. We, w- <laughs> we
0: won't like that. I'm telling you now. We won't like the extra borough- Boyd scoring against us. no thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) thanks very much for joining me Simon enjoy the game on Friday if you're coming down and uh, hopefully uh, all the best for the rest of the season and that you do make those playoffs
1: Thank you very much. I'm Chris Hargreaves, and it's all
0: cobblers to me. Thanks to Simon for joining me on It's All Cobblers to Me. You can go and catch up with his podcast. I'll put links down in the show notes for you. I'm sure he'll be going and dissecting the game next week on his podcast. Now, if you have enjoyed this week's three episodes of It's All Cobblers to me, then there are a couple of things that I'd really, really appreciate it if you could do. The first one is simply to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts so that it comes down onto your phone, your tablet, computer, wherever it is you listen to us via immediately as soon as we publish an episode and then you don't have to go hunting for it every week second of all if you could review us give us a five star rate and review on apple podcasts or itunes or anywhere else uh, i think there's a new thing called PodChaser around now podchaser.com where you can also now leave a review that would be really good and then the final thing if you do enjoy the show and you would like to i don't know buy us a beer back in response for the stuff that we bring to. To you every week we obviously do take a bit of time out of our lives to record and then to edit and put the whole thing together that'd be great we've got a patreon page just search it's all cobblers to me on patreon or go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me thank you very much for listening i hope you've enjoyed this week good luck to the cobblers on friday night against derby i mean i don't know about you but i've already booked my tickets for wembley and for that final To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social
1: Podcast Network.